You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships, and identity. So, so, so scandalous. You're listening to Sin 90.7, the Naughty Rude Show. Guys, you are here with Josh, Marin, and Paul. a special guest, Paul. It's Paul, it's me. Paulie, Paul, Paul. I was, I was doing some anticipating, <laughs> con- like, you know, speaking, using my voice for yeah. uh, timing and things. Paul, you are the host and EP of Questionable Love Song Dedication. That's true. You are also the EP of In Joke, which I am the host of. That's me. Are you ready for the greatest episode of Naughty Guru ever? I am. I'm a love guru because of my show. Oh, you are. You absolutely are right. You probably know a thing or two about love songs. I think so. A little bit. Maybe. Hmm. Well. (laughs) Anyway, Paul, tonight... Yes. Paul, Josh and I, Mm. the three of us, we are going to be having a good old yarn about marriage. Oh, good. Going to the chapel. Well, not anymore. Don't get married. Not for secular people anymore. Some people don't get married in churches. I once went to a wedding on the Murray River. Hey, in a tugboat. Great. What? The wedding was on a tugboat? Mm -hmm. Oh, see, we've got a ripper of an episode coming up. We do. And I'm looking through these. uh, through the, you how's know. Tumblr? Oh yeah, how's Not, the Tumblr I going? I haven't, haven't jumped onto Tumblr yet, but if oh. you do want to send us a, a message, thenaughtyreadshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask is the place to this go. This is so great. Yes. Um, yes. I'm having a look at the playlist for today. It uh. was International Women's Day just a couple of days ago, Ooh. Thursday yes. from memory. Yes, it was um, good. So coming up on today's show, we've got Amy Shark, Alex Leahy, I adore this. Dio, <laughs> Greta Ray, um, and... Somebody who I found only, like, two weeks ago, um, she's an artist out of Scotland, was on, like, one of those, like, X Factor shows over there. Um, uh, is it potentially Susan Boyle? It is not Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, you only discovered her two weeks ago? <laughs> no, uh, so it's an artist by the name of Janet Devlin, so we'll get into Ooh. that. And we've got yeah. a nice... Janet Devlin. We've got... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> ja- Janet Devlin. We've got a nice cover <laughs> nice. of Friday I'm in Love, actually. So, oh, okay. From Jenna? From, from Janet Gina Devlin. Freddy, I'm in love. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Um, yeah, so all all females on the brilliant, yes, playlist, absolutely love which it. Is wonderful. How exciting! Um, and we've got a bunch of other stuff planned. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be having a going to be having a very intense little look at reality television and I guess their portrayals of of love and marriage. Um, absolutely, we've got some amazing recordings of. Uh, people we know about our age talking about marriage. Yeah. Molly George brought us that. Thank you, Molly. Yeah. She's Thanks, actually Molly. at a wedding tonight. She is at a wedding. We were going to call <laughs> How her. How ironic is that? That is true irony, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, she's actually in Sassafras at the moment and the connection is dodgy, so we couldn't get, get her on the phone. But we do have a nice long statement from her. Oh. Um, so we will read mm. that out later. But I'm thinking we jump into a song Sounds now. Good. And then sure. we'll have a look at the Tumblr, the naughtyreadshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask is the place to go. Guys, should we open with Amy Shark? I think that's a great idea, I Josh. adore that idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you're listening to Sin 90.7. Amy Shark there with a door. Uh, number two on the Holders 100 countdown back mm. in Australia Day. Personally, I like that song. Paul doesn't get the hype around it. No, I just, it. yeah, I didn't understand number two. Like, I get that it's a great song. Yeah. I don't see number two. I, I, personally, I see number one. But that's not what we're here to, here to debate. We're going to have a little bit of a, a look at the Tumblr page, naughtyrucho.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Um, all of your questions being sent in. Uh, Mary and Paul and I are going to answer them. But before we do, I think we should just do a round of introductions because it's going to be new listeners and also Paul's new. Yeah, so that's true. Paul, yeah. Paul needs to do the round of introductions. Sure. So we want to hear about Paul. We do. Yeah. Um, but I think 
Marin and I will go first, sure. just so Paul gets an idea of what he has to say. This is exactly great. Thank right. you for <laughs> I appreciate it. I was kind of worried. I was like, how do I introduce myself? My name's Paul. I'm a, I'm a Leo. <laughs> Virgo, actually. Oh, but thank sorry. You. I took a stab. I'm, you know? I'm also Virgo. It's fine. Oh. Um, I'll go first. Uh, great. I'm Josh. Uh, I'm 20 years old, uh, male identifying, straight, single, and a Virgo. So you don't actually have to include your style sign, mate, but yeah. I will. Well, I'll yeah. go next. Uh, yeah. My name is Marin. Hi, Marin. Hi. I'm a Scorpio, because I want to put that because we are passionate, loyal people. Mm. Uh, I'm 25. I'm single. I identify as a female. And for the most part, I'm straight. Nice. Thank you. Hi. My name's Paul. Mm. Uh, I'm Hi, 19 Paul. years old. 19 years young, actually. <laughs> uh, turning 20 a few months in September, because I'm a Virgo. Uh, I'm in a relationship, and I am male-identifying, and I'm straight. Cool. Can I just yeah. ask how long have you been in your relationship? Because that might provide a little bit of context for people. Um, nearly two years. Yeah. Awesome. Um, long time. So, yeah, long so time. we just do that so people know what to... If Expect got, from answers. Well, that and also if they've got something that they really want to ask. Uh, Marin and I are both single. Uh, mm. and you've got, if well, you've we've got both a, been in relationships before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's you easier. It's, Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It was a consent. It was a. It was a mutual breakup. Like it's fine. She just agreed first. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. fine. I've got one of those new things to tell me how my heart's doing. Oh, still broken. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's still flatlining to this day. Uh, uh, we will jump brilliant. into some of these questions. <laughs> Now that we've, you know, lifted the mood a little bit. Yep. Um, so I'm, the first one... I'm really worried for that long one. We will get to that long oh, one. I, I love it. We're going to get to that Ready long... Ready for it. We're going to get to that long one, but we're going to start with the, the oldest one and, and move our way yep. up. Nice. Uh, so we know sex is fun, but how do you make sex fun? How do you do? Uh, how do you bring the fun back after awkwardness? Jokes. Mm, yeah. Crack yeah, jokes. Yeah. 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 Being the in-joke EP... Of course. <laughs> That's my specialty. Um, I think in, in any, especially after sex awkwardness, like the most, just the most important part of easing awkwardness is just a mm. bit of easy, like laughter or. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Or just like a nice yeah. conversation changer or instead of just sort of being worrying that the situation is awkward. That's what makes the situation awkward. Going, yeah. oh God, this is so awkward is like literally what makes an awkward situation. Yeah. So it's, yeah. although you don't ignore the situation, hmm. you most definitely try to move on quickly. See, if you, oh, no, you, you go, Josh. Uh, so what I was going to say is I just try and carry on like business as usual and that like, you know, finish and go like, hey, do you want to go, get, do you want a glass of water? And yeah, go, grab a glass of like water. That. And then you come back and you're like, oh, like, how is that for you? And yeah, then, talk like, about it. Or... Bring it up a little bit and then yeah. throw something on Netflix, you know? <laughs> yeah, just make it, make it casual, make it just nice. But yeah. like, I, I look at it being... Like, I, I try and mirror what they do in, like, sort of, like, psychology tests where they have, like, that debrief. Right. And I think debriefing is good because then you can have a very candid chat about it. There's this great show over in the UK. I don't know if it's still going, but it's called... It was called Sex Box. Oh, God. And so there was a box and a couple went in, had sex, right. and then came out and spoke very frankly about it mm. to, like, right. a panel of, like, professionals. Okay. And, wow. But, like, just that... Sitting down and having a chat after the fact, I think, is a very good way to ease awkwardness. Yeah, yeah totally. Communication. I agree. Communication. Yeah. Without communicate, I think 
the main mm. cause of awkwardness is lack of communication, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, going off with what you were saying, Paul, and yeah. this feeds into what you were saying, Josh, about communication, but particularly with making it like just making a joke yeah. um, as humans, when we're in really tense, awkward situations, we crave release and yeah. humor is like the best way mm -hmm. to execute that. Yeah. I think it can be important to Try to make sure you don't make a joke that insults someone, of course, though, not an insulting and makes it joke. worse. See, my th my, what I was about to say was, like, don't yeah. make a joke that would make it worse. Like, don't absolutely. say, yeah, make a joke absolutely. that make it better, yeah. definitely. That's, I was like, say, kind don't... of a recipe for, like, not a great time. The, the reason I was <laughs> laughing was because the joke that came into my head of, like, what not to say is go, like, oh, well, your sister was better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing. And, like, I was just like, yeah. oh, that's quite funny. Like, I've done well. Yeah, I don't know. Like, don't can say you guys, that. Can you guys give me an example, or our listeners as well, an example of something awkward that might have happened to you in bed? Because for me, I if I've ever, like, queefed, you yeah. know, or your mm. vagina's that's like, hello, what? like, pff, you what's up? That. You laugh Yeah, that, like, that's a little bit, like, mm. awkward. But, like, it can, like, a guy can either take it and make it funny and laugh about it, and then you carry on and you do a little show. I don't know. But show. it's, like, sometimes, yeah, it's an instrument, you know? <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, so, w w what about you guys? Like, what is something that you've done that maybe, like, a listener could think, oh, know. when that happens to me, that's a good way out of an awkward situation? See, like, I haven't had, like, any sort of, like, super awkward ones that have necessarily made jokes afterwards, but, like, like sort of straight after sex, be like, oh, I haven't worked that hard since, you know, uh, I, I ran a marathon or something, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like... Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't like that joke. Oh, but it's like... I don't know. I, <laughs> What's wrong with that? This is a know. safe space, Paul. <laughs> it's just like well, marathon like, shaming. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's just like for, for me, like I find that the sex that I'm having is, is very like active and like you know sure. quite fast. And, sure, like, people get sweaty and it's, oh it my gets gosh, gross. absolutely, you know absolutely. I, mean? I totally see what you mean. And so it's just like oh, I haven't I haven't worked that hard since I did a marathon. Right? I haven't worked that hard since I played cricket in high school. You know, like making a joke about another okay. time hmm. that you were you know, sweaty and, like, actually, like, worked up a sweat. You know? Yeah, like, that's sure. right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Not yeah. saying, like... Because sweat can be an awkward yeah. thing oh, that's totally. happening. Not, yeah. not saying, like, someone just starfished and you had to do all the work. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very different... No, no, that would be very... I mean, I saw in my head, like, a really sarcastic situation where it was quite yeah. boring. And you say, whoa, whoo-wee, no, how no. hard was that, right? I, I'm talking, like, <laughs> when, when, when like, you just finish and you both roll over and you're just, like, don't touch me for, like, five minutes because I'm sweaty and gross. <laughs> you know, like, that happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. Hmm. Do you have any jokes? I don't Any jokes to say hmm. yeah. afterwards? I don't know. Or during. Now I'm on the spot. Or during. Hmm. I guess it depends on what's happening to you yeah. at the time, obviously. Yeah. 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 I, now that I think about it, I actually can't think of any funny things to say. Oh, no. What sort of an EP are you? Exactly. <laughs> trying to get him to stand up, too. Need to need to think of I some th funny jokes on the spot. Man, I think we now have to go to his shows and just heckle him to give him some practice for, <laughs> <laughs> for coming up with When's funny things on the spot. When's the comedy on? It's a classic one. Um, but we're not here to talk about Jimmy, heckles. What's his <laughs> name? Jimmy Carr. Well, no, yeah, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. That's right. Um, okay, so the next one, next question we've got in on the naughtyroadshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask reads, uh, I'm circus circumcised and feel self-conscious about my lack of foreskin. Hardly anyone I know is circumcised. How common is it now? And will girls um, think it's strange or weird when they find out I am? All right. I think you guys should have a hack at this one and then I'll chime in with the ladies' perspective. But uh, you guys actually have penises. That's, so. This is true. Yeah. Uh, I come from a Jewish heritage. Right. Mm. So does that mean you are circumcised? I have not been. Oh, okay. Uh, I have okay. family members who have, Okay. I believe. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, most of the men in my family, I think, have actually. Okay. So. So it's unusual. For me, for me it's not unusual. It's oh, I see. For okay. me, I find it quite. I was when you know when I started learning sex ed and I heard about circumcision and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sounds very common. I was like, oh, okay, I've never really. I've heard about this a lot. Mm. Um, mm. So personally, I yeah, I don't find it very un- unusual, mm. um, especially because of the like religious background. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's definitely the religious background of it, but then, like, uh, I can't... There was a, a period of time, um, like, particularly during, like, 70s and 80s, it was it was huge. Like, everyone was being circumcised because um, that was just the norm. That's what people did. Um, no one in my family, I think, is circumcised. I know I'm not. Um, so, I don't know how old our texture is, mm-hmm. um, but it could be like a ripple on from if you're sort of in that, you know, what, 18 to 25 sort of target demographic for us. Yeah. Um, it could be a ripple on from an era when it was very popular and everyone was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more common in older people than it is necessarily in younger people. Yeah, right. Um, sure. But it's not weird. And I like, don't think it is. And like most of the girls that I've spoken to about it, couldn't care either way. Some have a slight preference one way or another, but it's sort of like someone saying they've got a preference on hair colour. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, it's not make or break. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, personally for me, big fan of redheads. You know what I mean? I like looking at people with red hair. Mm. <laughs> Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's hot. Oh, my oh, God. Yes, I though. always thought she was so beautiful. That fish, bottom half, though. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> um... But like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I don't just stick exclusively to say redheads. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's not that big of a deal from yeah. what it's, it's how like it's something someone to me. describes on a Tinder profile. Looking yeah. for circumcised only. <laughs> but like, but like, you wouldn't date someone just because they had a different hair color. No, no. no. Yeah, but this so, is the thing as well: is you don't usually find out if a guy's circumcised or not until um, you like, you unless. know. It doesn't even matter in the timeline of your relationship, yeah, no. but like usually, like you, you, you would hope that you have feelings for them, and so then you're like, oh well, there you go. In my experience as a girl, mm. so um, I have been with a plethora or plethora of men. Uh, some have been circumcised, some have not been circumcised. So mm. I like to think I've had the best of both worlds, I'm like Hannah Montana. Exactly, like yeah. Hannah Montana. Exactly right. So I have absolutely no preference. I could not care less. It to me, makes no difference in terms of how it feels or what the guy's like, any of that jazz. You mm. have absolutely nothing to feel insecure about yeah. if you are or you are not. It totally doesn't matter. The thing is, though, that I would say is sometimes if I've been with um, one guy who is not circumcised for a while and then the next guy is circumcised or whatever, if I mm. stick with the theme for a while and then I eventually start dating a guy who is the opposite, who is not circumcised after Mm -hmm. I've just dated a bunch of guys who are, um, I feel a little bit insecure about it because I know that if you, you know, penises are very delicate and Mm. I want to make sure that when I'm like pleasuring someone, I'm doing a good job. And sometimes I've like noticed that like, if you're not doing it, like if you're not like touching someone in the right way, it cannot feel great. Mm. And so somehow I've like developed a bit of insecurity about that. But I think if you're, doing that yourself honestly just communicating is the best yeah. thing to do and like checking if what is going on feels nice for the other person yeah um totally yeah so yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah. did that make sense was yeah. that like graphic and 
okay. It's a naughty ritual. It's supposed to <laughs> yeah, be Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go balls deep. <laughs> oh, well done. Literally. You've done very well. Uh-huh. Um, but, but yeah, no, nothing to feel insecure about. TBLR. Totally. You know, you're good. You're wonderful. Yeah, you're good. I think we'll answer one more. Go to a song and then come back for the big, the big one because oh, yeah. we've been going on for a little while. The last one before our song is: How often is too often to have sex? I want it all the time, but my partner only wants to do it every now and then. Is there something wrong with me? Um, I'm going to say have a listen to the podcast last week because we mm. answered a very similar question about masturbation last week. But this is um, sex. This, this is, is sex. different. This yeah. is different. This is different because um, this involves someone else. It does. Yes. Um, but I guess like some of like that's pro- what masturbation <laughs> is. And sex yes. is guys. Pri- talk about primarily, it. I guess the message—the messages. I think we're going to say are the same in that, like, as long as it's not getting involved, like, if, as long as it's not affecting, you know, other parts of your life, there's not a limit of too much. Like, it's it's a case by case. Yeah, that's basis. with masturbation. I think this is a bit different oh. as well because this is about no, totally. Yeah, um, like you've obviously got to respect your partner, and if she doesn't, if they don't want to do it, yeah, then don't. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the short answer. Yeah. Um, but if, like, what I'm saying is, like, if they're up for it and, like, you guys are both in a position where it's not affecting other parts, generally, like, it's as long as it's not affecting anything else, you're good. But mm. with your partner, um, that is a challenge that you do have to, you know, sit down and, and have a conversation about. Like, I've been in relationships where I've definitely been on both sides of that equation of being someone who's, like, wants to do it all the time and then other, pe- other time going, yeah, like... Yeah, right. No, like, just, just no, like. And in the, in the like situations or mm. relationships where you were the one who was less interested in having yeah. sex, the other person seemed to want it more and more often. Yeah. Was there a reason why? For me. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, uh, was, like recently I've been, you know, seeing this girl a, a little bit, and I was, I've been a bit sick, you know. Okay, and so it's so, nothing to do with the other person. No, it's it more just, just it about was you. Just like, no, okay. like I don't feel hot and I don't feel attractive at the moment oh, and I'm really right. self-conscious about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel that. And so it's just like, it was just like, no, like, come around and, like, we'll spend time together mm. and, like, we'll watch a movie and we'll eat a pizza and just, like, you know, feel gross Man, I want together. pizza so bad right oh, now. it was so. great. I had day-old pizza in the fridge. It was wonderful. Oh, really nice. okay. Um, <laughs> cold pizza's best pizza, right? <laughs> we can debate that and pineapple right. on pizza but, another but, time. But I'm guessing that you communicated that, like, it wasn't her. Yeah, no, I, I, said to, okay. I said to her, I'm just like, look, I'm just not feeling it. Like, you know, like, I want to be, like, I'm, I, you know, I, I do find you very attractive. Mm. But, mm. you know, like, when... When you've had gastro for a couple of days, you're just yeah. like, oh sure, don't. You're like, let's touch just not go me. there. That's don't, a no-go zone. Don't do sure. it. It's not sure. fun. What you do you know? think, Paul? Hmm. I don't. I don't know. I, I think. I think it's really important and just generally to have like self-control. Um, I think, especially if you're the one who's really, who really wants to have it like all the time, and someone else doesn't. You definitely sort of, I think, need to be a bit more like sympathetic or empathetic. Think about mm. why the other person doesn't want to do it all the time. Maybe, maybe there's just some external reason yeah. that they feel a bit. They don't really feel up to it, so it's mm. important for you as their partner to, or you know, as as a friend to um, understand that and just sort of have a chill pill. I feel mm. yeah, sure. just sort of ignore, ignore all the sort of hormonal things that are going mm. on. Yeah, I think it's best to. Uh, first and foremost, be a bit human and empathetic, and just sort of yeah, suss out why maybe yeah. they're 
they're feeling mm. they're not feeling up to it yeah yeah um i was in a relationship a few years ago and um i was less interested in having sex with my boyfriend at the time and a few times he would try to guilt me into doing it don't it, do that it never worked Ask, uh, it anonymous, never do not worked do that. and if i ever did do it it would be awful for me mm-hmm. i just my heart wasn't in it so it's, so, it's think, so not worth i think even no. pursuing that's that. important for anonymous person uh definitely don't force it mm. even even if it's consensual mm. generally uh it's not really the best thing because they deserve ever. better and so do you yeah, yeah exactly the other thing that may be an interesting path to explore and it's not for everyone and i know friends that it has worked for friends that it has definitely not worked for um but maybe having a sit down and having a look at a guest like an open relationship um sure and sure. like having a conversation on that yeah. and seeing if if that gives you both what you need like yeah. it's not going to work for everyone like I'm going to throw that out mm-hmm. there very early on as we l- talked on the show last week the podcast is on sin <laughs> go check it out um, like it isn't for everyone but like yeah. it does work for some people and I know some totally. people who's yeah. like I- I've got a I've got a friend who's um, asexual and they're dating somebody who is not okay right um, and so they're in an open relationship so that their partner can get what they need from the sexual side of it yeah but okay. have that emotional yeah. connection going through the relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning that, like, going off what you're saying about maybe looking at an open relationship is just sometimes people have different libidos. Yeah, of course. Like, I've dated a guy who was, like, wanted to have sex all the time, and I was like, I just don't want to that much. <laughs> and it wasn't, like, a reflection of how I felt about mm. him. Um it could just mean that we weren't compatible in that way. And there yeah. are plenty of people out there who love, like, plenty of women as well. I feel like women sometimes get a reputation or, like, a, a stereotype around them that they don't like having sex as much as men. It's not true yeah. at all. I mm. know so many girls who love having sex constantly, like, multiple times a day. Um, it just depends on the individual. Mm. Yeah. Totally does. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely think, like, being respectful of the other person and just communicating and, I don't know, being as honest as you can, I guess, is helpful as well. Communication yeah. is the theme today, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think we jump into a little little song now. How does, yeah. that, how does that feel? Now that we've, good. we've gone, we went for a while, let's have a little break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one comes from one of my personal favourite uh, musos coming out of Melbourne. She's actually in the US at the moment. Alex Leahy. Um... And she's going to be playing a little song called Wes Anderson. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. That was so phlegmy, Paul. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited, Alex Lee. I'm my life is Wes Anderson. You're listening to Sin 90.7. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Sin 90.7. Alex Leahy there with Wes Anderson. What an absolute tune, Wes Anderson. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the phlegm trick lives on with you, Paul. Your bed is so much softer than mine. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to make it appropriate for Naughty Road. <laughs> with Marin, Paul, and Josh. Hello. And, um, Hello. Well, it's me. I'll stop. I feel like it's, it's just Josh with like two flame monsters in the. <laughs> the flame monsters. monsters. You guys should make a comedy band and call yourselves the Flame Monsters. Or maybe it's a, a new really good idea. new character for Troll Foods. Oh, that is a great idea. Mm. That's right, Troll Foods. For go, those of you who don't know, Marin is on a show called Troll Foods. Um, hello. Paul, Paul also does some stuff. Pumps some of the voices. Some yeah. stuff. Marin is also a producer, writer, and voice actor. On it, I'm just going to say. An entrepreneur. Yes. And stylist. 
Along with Jill and Ev, the two greatest people in the world. They are the best. This they is true. They are the best. Okay, I'm going to move it away from the the, the self promotion circle, jerk. That's happening here. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. We got another question, and this one is much more on our topic tonight of marriage. Yay. And reads. This is from Tumblr, by the way. The Naughty Rude Show. forward slash ask. Please ask us a That's question. The Naughty Rude Show. forward slash ask is the place to go. Uh, this one reads: I think that marriage, no matter the gender, is really important because it, as an institution, is prime. It is primarily, and then in quotation quotation marks, meant to uh, create a secure, stable environment for raising children, which grow up to develop the society we live in, and that's been Mm. happening to the point of building the civilizations we live in today. So, as for the so as for the world we live in, good or bad, I think marriage is one of the foundations it was built on. Do you think this is still true um, or no longer true or was it never true and why? I What an excellent question. That is a brilliant question. Something to submit us. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much. Hopefully we now do it justice. I think, I <laughs> yeah, think, I think there's something a bit wrong with the statement in, in that the person, whoever asked the question, said that marriage is the, is the foundation for raising children. Mm-hmm. When I, th- I think it's sort of maybe a bit of a sin- like a sort of a word error in there. I think two two people but that could also is- be their beliefs, Paul. I, I, just, I, yeah. I that's true, but I, I think um, that um, definitely two people who are caring and create a great environment for children is the best way to raise them. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a marriage. I think. Yeah. Just as long it can be two. Same gendered, two different gendered people, I think, just as long as they set a, a perfect environment for the children, then I think it's it's the best, personally, I think. Yeah. Like, even um, two best friends who just raise a child together, I think that can, it can still be a fantastic environment for a child. I'm just getting flashbacks to that How I Met Your Mother episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to adopt a baby. Um, what do you think, Josh? I don't know. Like, I, I don't think you have to be bound by marriage to be a good parent. Well, I that, think there's lots of bad parents who are married. I, That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Like, I don't know. I've got such a interesting relationship with marriage for like myself, in that I know a lot of people who have been married for a very long time, very mm. very happily married. Mum and dad got married in '93. They're still together. You know, nice. three, you know, four kids. Twenty plus years. You know, fair <laughs> fair haul. Mm. Um, and then I know heaps, for, for every couple that I know, I know two or three more who have been, who've, you know, divorced and has yeah. caused a lot of problems with their, their children. And, like, as you're saying, like, you can be married and not be a good parent. Like, mm. I've got a brother that's come to us out of foster care. Um, and that environment was, you know, very toxic. You yeah. Know? Right. Um, and so, I don't know, like, personally, I am not a fan of marriage as a whole. Like, I think... You know, like have it for like if, have, if you're gonna have it, have it for everyone. Mm. Yeah, but, I believe that. Too. You know, like I feel like everyone should have the choice to not get married. I agree, a, and, yeah. and then and have the, a choice and have to... society accept and love them. Yeah, and not say when are you getting married. Yeah, and then on the flip side, also have the choice to get married. You know, like there's definitely a huge problem with marriage equality in this country, and I think that needs to be fixed. And I am a big supporter of that. Like I put my hand up to saying I'm a huge supporter for marriage equality. Totally. But on the flip side, like, the fact that there is a portion of our society who can't say, I don't want a marriage, regardless of whether, you know, they're straight, gay, whatever, mm. I think that's a bit messed up in that, like, you know, if you're part of the LGBT, LGBT community and you don't want to get married, 
you should at least have that choice as opposed to it being forced upon you yeah, from yeah. from the government. Um, so my parents, my biological mum and dad, um, divorced when I was uh, less than a year old, mm. and my mum has been with my stepdad for almost my entire life, um, and they have never been married. Um, mm, right. So I am like basically the product of two parents who are not married. Um, and it's never really, like, in terms of their parenting, I don't really think that it's ever weighed in and it's ever made them better or worse parents. Um, sure. I mean, I did have a lot of kids at school not understand why because everyone else's parents were married. Why aren't mm. yours? Yeah. Um, but my parents were always really good at explaining things and they never, like, hid things from me about it. Mm. Um, and they explained to me that by law, after a certain period, we are de facto. And so the government recognises us as married. And both my mum and my stepdad um, have previously been married. And so they've both been through it. And they just knew that, like, the institution of marriage, it wasn't something they were really excited to enter again. Mm. Just mm. because they were like, oh, it's so stupid, our weddings, schmettings, like, yeah. all of that. <laughs> and it doesn't even matter. It's just an unnecessary expense and all that jazz. But having yeah. said that, my brother and his now wife got married last April right. and that was really important for them to be mm. married and have that process so mm. I think it totally depends on you and clearly the person who's written in this question marriage is monumentally important for you in your life and um each to their own, I guess, but definitely. I definitely wouldn't be putting that on other people because um, not everyone wants that sort of lifestyle. And I think no. like we could be a really progressive society. Mm. So wouldn't it be nice if we all just loved and accepted each other and you know but like my one of my other brother and his girlfriend, they've been together for six years and wow. so many people have started asking them when they're getting married. Mm. And it just makes them I like I I'm not them I don't know but what I can observe is that it makes them just feel pretty uncomfortable because you're putting pressure on people to mm. you know conform to society's yeah, sure. norms yeah. and I don't really think it's helpful no at See, all the thing is is like I'm I'm gonna throw this out there I'm not saying weddings should be scrapped at all like if weddings get scrapped where are we gonna get those fantastic wedding speech videos oh my god true. <laughs> Or the wedding dance. <laughs> yeah, like right. Fantastic keep, keep, dance them, keep them for those sorts of things. I saw this great one of this, this brother singing a best man speech to his, his brother. And look, I wasn't crying, guys. Two mosquitoes flew into my eyes at the same time. Oh, it was, it's fine. It's fine. No, and Feelings. like, <laughs> and like, some people really want to get married. And it's like, yeah. you do you. And like, Good if you're into ya. it, that's great. And like, we're going to hear a bit from Molly in just a minute. Yes. She's written a, a very nice paragraph, and I think I'm going to get Marion to read it out because I'm shocking at reading. Oh. Um, well, Paul, 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 Paul is right Paul, there. Paul can read it now yes, if you Paul, want to. Paul, I would love for you to read it, Paul. Oh, thank you. Yay. Um, <laughs> you guys, you shouldn't have asked. Don't make me sing. But it's just like, I, I, I enjoy, I've been to a few weddings. I enjoy weddings for Same. what they are, in yeah, that me too. I think it's a, it's a very unique experience and it's a very unique uh, situation where you're coming together to celebrate love hopefully mm. Mm. um and it's just like you look at you know you've got like 18th and 21st and like that's a bit there but it's mostly like you know you're coming of age it's a very different mm. style party and you know you've got funerals and wakes and stuff and like you know like there's an element of love there but it's mm. a very different sort of celebration sure yeah to a wedding yeah, you know it's, it's sort of all the family members and friends who arrive, they're also so like 
showing their love to the yeah. to the mm. couple as well. Mm. And it's I like, like support in mm. in a in, in a world in the world situation that we're in, in mm. where everyone is very cross with everyone all of the time. Mm. <laughs> I enjoy weddings because it's, it's a nice, nice to time to stop at a wedding and year. go like, mm. actually things aren't that bad. Yeah. Like there's a lot wrong in the world and we've still got a long way to go. But weddings are cool. But weddings are I nice. I love weddings. I yeah. was a bridesmaid at my brother's <gasps> wedding. It Ooh. was the best. I was so happy. I mean, it was Chelsea's day, but really, <laughs> I had a good time. Day. It was. It was so lovely. Yeah. I love. I've always loved weddings. There's cake and there's dancing mm. and. It's beautiful. Yeah. And if you feel like treating yourself to a good time, go on YouTube and search wedding fail compilations. Oh, my God. Oh. No. So good. Some of them are bad. No, 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 no. Some of them are wonderful. The mm. bad ones are so funny. What about like, come the, on, you have to laugh. What about the groom who, like, did a backflip? and, like, kick the bride Snacked in the his. back of the head. I once saw one. Um, uh, they're <laughs> getting terrible. married. A, like, uh, a husband and wife are getting married on top of a pool on, like, this glass platform. Oh, and the, platform the ring breaks. bearer... Yeah, yeah, the, bla- the ring bearer gets up to give the ring and he trips over and pushes the bride into the pool. <sighs> it's so funny. It's so funny. You've got to watch it. It's so good. I've seen one engagement video where the guy, like, pulls the ring out and they're on top of like a rooftop party oh, and he yeah. pulls the ring out and then he drops it. Oh no. And he, he leans over the side of the balcony to grab it yeah. and he falls off. Oh my and gosh. And he's like, and the wife's like, oh my God, he's dead. He's like, I can't believe it. He's <laughs> I dead. I finally got and engaged then, and he died 12 then, seconds later. <laughs> and then he, he's like, he obviously fell onto an inflatable mat. Oh my gosh. And the mat, when he fell on the mat, the mat said, will you marry me? Or something. So she looked over and go, oh, my God. And then she sees, will you marry me? And then she's like, oh, yes, I will. That sounds like an emotionally exhausting proposal. (laughs) She's like, yay, no, yay. Keep it simple. Just do a song. Like, don't don't fake your own death. Do you guys have a um, dream, like, wedding proposal in your mind? Because I do. (laughs) Yeah. It's too it's too what much of an it? inside joke. You won't get it. Oh. I had Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> that's so nice. I had one for a previous girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. Um it involves a, Is it a are you a grand proposal like, you know, if you go to a <sighs> basketball game and there's a big screen or like the Eiffel oh, Tower with fireworks? Not that. Not that big. Are you a more intimate? Are you going to uh, get down like, and kneel like There is definitely going to be a lot of people there. So Oh, okay, great. But so a public we proposal. we met at at a thing. And we were, and it's like an annual thing. So we, were, in my head, like if we ever were going to get married, we would have gone back to that thing, mm, okay, and and done it there. So you know the place that because it's it's it is annual, so it's the same week every year. So it would have right. been a nice, you know, full circle type thing. Yeah, yeah no, of where we nice. met, you know. Yeah, it'd be yeah. something to do with well. Where you, where we met or something yeah. or something mm, like that. I that's don't know. nice. I've kind of always um. There's a movie with Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts, and uh, Ed Harrison asks Julia Roberts to marry him. And right. Poor I've choice. <laughs> Susan Sarandon's clearly the better option. Oh, fair enough. Well, you've got to watch the movie. Stepmom, it's great. Um, but there's the scene where Ed Harris proposes to Julia Roberts, and I always thought it was so, like, perfect and wonderful, and I've always thought that's what I wanted. Mm. And, you know, I've watched, like, Friends, the TV show and oh, movies and the stuff. The Office. The Office has one of my favourite oh, proposals with the of candles? all time. Uh... So where Steve Carell proposes? Uh, when, when, uh, <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, when Michael Scott proposes to his girlfriend, whose name oh, escapes yeah. me. That was yeah. beautiful. But no, it's when uh, Jim and Pam get Aww. engaged, who's the ship of the show. Um, originally, Jim was going to propose to Pam. 
at this massive carnival and there were fireworks and yeah. they're like sitting on you know those camp chairs yeah they fold okay. out camp chairs and they're sitting on the camp chairs and they're holding hands and you can see jim like grabbing for his engagement okay ring in his pocket yeah. and then someone else jumps up and proposes to Pam? Mm. Um, not to Pam, though, oh, but to someone oh, else. And then his entire plan was completely ruined. Oh, so, like, he's like, oh, what am I going to do now? And because in in this part of the show, Jim and Pam both live in different states. Right. Um, Jim's driving, and they, they meet, like, halfway in between the states, and then they just meet at a petrol station. He gets on one knee and proposes oh. in the rain at a petrol station. Oh, of had course, be, it's in the rain. Had to be in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's not romantic. But um, if it's in the rain, it's fine. Mm. Yeah. Which is really, that, like, inspires me, generally. That's mm. nice. My dream is, uh, like, in the movie, to be, like, have the proposal, whether it be me asking or the other person asking, is just, like, Sunday breakfast in bed. Mm. Sure. Super private, super chilled. You'd have the best sex afterwards. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's engagement all I want. Engagement sex. Yeah. Engaged. <laughs> what you say at the end? He gave it a good thrust you have when to he say said engaged. engaged at the end. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about, if we're talking about TV proposals, I really do like the one in How I Met Your Mother. Um, mm. With the. Tell us the story, Josh. No. Tell us the story. So. Um, oh, what is her name? Far out. I cannot. Robin. No, no, the mother. No, no, not the oh. mother. No, oh. no, 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 no. Oh. Um, Sarah Chalk's character. Fire, what is her name? Helping. Yeah. I, um, I will Google that. Um, I flew through this show. <laughs> seasons, oh, it's yeah, going to drive too. me insane. I um, reached the point where I was like, we're never going to meet the mother. <laughs> and then someone told me the ending and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the ending is... Um, I did not like the ending, oh. to be honest. But anyway, the marriage proposal, So what basically happens? So in the episode, like they've been dating for a little while and uh, Sarah Chalk's character um, is just... Stella, fire oh, out! There we go. Um, so Stella's like oh, super busy. Like is she she's Elliot got a- from yeah. Scrubs. Yeah. Oh awesome. shit! No, this yeah. I remember this. I this remember. really physically yeah, hurt right. me. Um, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, so they they were dating for a while, but like we're having like a it was like a really rushed relationship because Stella was working full time, had a kid, oh, all of that. There was yeah. that really cute two minute date at the start of it, right? Yeah. Sure. And then um, they got into a, a bit of a, a fight over. Um, being invited to a wedding, <laughs> funnily enough. Yeah. Um, and Ted, like, freaked out. He's like, no, this is moving too fast, all of this stuff. And then he's going away, and then he gets hit by a bus. And, like, he's fine. You know, he gets sideswiped That's by a bus. That's when a Radiohead song plays, and I remember absolutely losing my shit yeah. when a Radiohead song was playing in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I was like, ah! That was it. That was but, it. like... <laughs> I've <he> never <laughs> recovered. <laughs> he does that... He had that thing, that moment where life flashes before yeah. your eyes, and he's like, yeah. that's not what happens it's like it's the people you love right and then she was there and then she finds out that he thought they'd broken up and like just storms out of the hospital or whatever and then he goes and finds out where they were like he knew from like a conversation they had earlier in the episode and then goes and you know hands her a, a orange giraffe and says do you want to get married and she's like where's the ring and she's he's just like tried for 15 minutes on the claw machine and couldn't get it this is all i could get and it's like oh that's, that's nice that's you know? sweet. well i mean that's, that's nice. completely ruined yeah. by what happens later Oh, yeah, you know. But, um, spoilers from Paul. Uh, my spoilers, goodness. yeah. Oh, my he gosh. He gets left at the altar, so. You are, oh, you are on the spoiler train yeah. today, mate. <laughs> yeah. But, like, choo-choo. I liked, I, 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 I liked that one better than the, the proposal to the mother. Like, it was, you know, they did that actually. Well, I say that, and then they did exactly what I was going to do was and went back to the place where they met. When the show was over, what I was expecting was the girl from the one of the first two seasons who Ted meets at, like, a wedding I don't know. Victoria. Victoria, I think. Mm. That was my, like, ultimate has to be her. Mm. Wasn't. 
Oh, marriage. Oh, no. It made me really upset because she was my favourite. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well, See, I, I never really, really had a mother. horse in the race with How I Met Your Mother, but I feel like we've gotten a little bit off topic. Should we hear from Molly? <laughs> yeah, we can yeah, listen. Sure. To, we can listen to Molly. It's me. Hi. <laughs> it's me, Molly. Hi, Molly. Hi. How, are you? How are you doing? Um, <laughs> you sound just like Paul. That's oh, so it's weird. Fun. It's funny. We're not. No. <laughs> no. How's the wedding? It's great. Yeah. So, yeah, very weddingy. Yeah, great. Yeah, Having it. a good time? Yeah. Fantastic. What oh, do you, you can think hear, about? You can hear a song in the background. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like pina coladas. That beat is wrong. With this. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it went to work. Oh, mate. I didn't. Um, so Molly is uh, has written a little text for us yes, to read has. on her behalf. Okay. Molly George, um, mm. host here of the Naughty Rude Show. I'm, yeah. I'm going to read it for you now. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah, okay. I was going to get up some thinking music, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, do you want to get up some thinking oh, music? Yeah, I've got something in mind. Not that. Going to get some Debussy up. While we're doing this, we're talking about marriage, guys. Do you think you'll get married? It's a soft no from me. I'd like to think so, but... Interesting responses. We'll get into them later. would be nice. You know... It would, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a solid yes if he gave a solid no. He's <laughs> a soft no. A soft oh, a soft, no. sorry, a soft I thought no. it was solid. Uh, let's hear from Molly and then let's hear from Josh with the sure. soft no. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yes. You can start. Hello, hello, babes. If you're hearing this, I'm at a wedding. It's in Sassafras, of all places, so that is why you cannot hear my voice as I'm surrounded by eucalypts and there is almost no reception. Even as a feminist, there is something about weddings that really gets me. Yes, they are a capitalist venture. They are a capitalist venture. Yes, it's a traditionally religious procedure. And as someone who isn't religious, that notions of wedding make me uncomfortable. This wedding is rather religious, so there have been some uncomfortable moments. Even with these elements, in the end, weddings and marriages exist, these days, through love. That is what was demonstrated today. My dear high school mate, Ben, who also happened to be my first boyfriend, and his lovely now wife, Monique, love each other so very much. And regardless of what you may feel about, all they wanted for their day was to declare their love to those they share their lives with. And as complicated as weddings and marriage, marriages can be, that simplicity is really beautiful. Ben and Monique, I wish you the fullest marriage in every sense of the word, and I hope you can fulfill what you promise to one another. I wish you all... I wish you all of the happiness, and I honestly feel very privileged to be part of your lives. Oh, that was lovely. Yeah. We had some nice little clay to loon underneath that. Is, <laughs> it oh, was oh, so good, Paul. You have to listen to it when you get a chance. It sounded amazing. <laughs> but no, I, I, I think it was very. It was a, a nice nice song to have underneath. Because it, 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 Molly raises some very good points. I did trip over it a little bit. I apologise, yeah. listeners. No, you did a great job. You did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Um, Leather, yellow leather. <laughs> uh, but I think Molly raises some, some great points about, you know, the religious undertones. Totally. Like, I'll throw my hand up and go, I'm an atheist. <laughs> so, you know, mm, being right. in churches is not fun. Um, <laughs> just not a fan of it, you know what I mean? And it's like, I think yep. she raises some very good points about yep. how you can move past that and appreciate, appreciate it for what it is. Sure. Cool. Should we jump into a tune? Sure. I agree. And we'll talk about the soft no afterwards. Yeah, we can talk about You're the listening soft no to afterwards. The Naughty Rude on Sin 90.7. You certainly are. We're going to jump into a little tune from, as promised, Janet Devlin. Uh, Janet. Janet. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. Oh. Oh, Susan, it. Sarandon. Susan Sarandon is back. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> uh, this next track is called Friday I'm in Love. I know it's a Sunday, but like, whatever. It's fine. Deal with it, guys. You're on Naughty Rude Show.
You're listening to Sin 90.7. Janet Devlin there out of Northern Ireland with Friday I'm in Love. Totally <laughs> Not from Scotland, man. but from Ireland. Well, thanks for like pointing it out, guys. It was just She's from to Ireland. Gloss over it. <laughs> not, not here. Not here. How was not I here. supposed to know that? <laughs> Google Gosh. Could have done a bit of research. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, you're here on the Naughty Rude Show you with Josh, are. Paul and Marin. However, mm. Paul is going to head off into the night. So we just wanted to come back and have a quick yarn before he leaves <laughs> us. Into the night. Yeah. The dark, deep depths of the night. Exactly yes. right. Um, so before I ask you both a question, real quick, would you Josh, get married? I didn't give my answer yet, by the oh, way. But right. Josh, mm. intriguing. You said a soft no. Yeah. Right. 95% of the time, I'm very against it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's just not something that I, I think I could do. But then, that being said, like, there's been a couple of people who have been like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm much in, in that camp. And it's, just, it's the think. same, it's the same, I feel the same way about children, if slightly higher, in that, like, 98% of the time, I don't think children are, are a good idea for me. Okay. But then, like, the, there was one partner um, who I was just like, yeah, definitely could. Could see okay. myself doing the whole oh, right. nice. wife, kids, yeah. white picket fence, whole nine, all of that. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm. See, I'm 100% sure I want to have kids. Mm. 100% sure. Like, not an ounce of hesitation. I yeah. know it's absolutely something I really want. Um, marriage, I kind of could go either way on. Yeah. Um, it's not an absolute for me like children is, but... Mm. I think I'd really like it. That yeah. would be really nice. And I like to hope that I will eventually find the person who mm. I'm like, yeah, you. Mm. Um, yeah, you. But then maybe there's not there's more than one person who you yeah. can marry and it depends on how you believe and soulmates and whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to. I yeah. could see myself getting married, sure. But it's not I'm a must for me. I'm also in that camp. Mm. I know a so. lot of people who are like, it's a must. I, yeah. I, don't, oh, I don't feel this, but I so. definitely want to get married. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, well. See, like, it's only know. for me when I see, like meet someone who I'm like, yeah, definitely would. And then, like, you know, like I've dated people who I'm just like, this could be it for the rest of time. And, and you'd I'm, be content. I'd yeah. Be It'd be great. A okay with yeah. this. Or you'd be really happy about it, even, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> I don't know. I find, I don't know. I'm very. Independent in yeah, in how life we, is long. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Think, definitely, fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Toes crossed. What yeah. about what about you, Paul? You said you're in the same camp. Yeah, I. Um, I think I was saying before we started the show. I am one of five siblings. Uh, three of them are all married mm. with children now. Right, wow. Uh, so, so are you, are you the youngest, by the way? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm 19. Like, my parents aren't going to be like, come on, Paul, when, uh, where are the children? Huh? Where are the children? Come on, hurry up, uh, come so on, you, look at the watch. You're lucky, I'm the eldest? Yeah, well, oh. I'm the youngest of, I'm, of five. I'm copying so, the, uh, when are the grandkids coming? Like, oh, <laughs> um, they're, not, they're not necessarily tapping their watches yet. No. But I still feel some kind of strange pressure. Okay. Some mm. weird undercurrent of, like... Maybe be, do they say things like you'll eventually do that or that'll eventually happen for you? No, but I mean, I have lots of family family functions, um, you know, birthdays, Christmas and stuff, and yeah, I, right. I've brought my girlfriend along to those functions, and everyone's married, but us basically. Sure, there okay. aren't any other couples really that go to these functions that aren't what married. Are, or what engaged. are things like when you go yeah. to her family functions? Oh, I mean, yeah. Is everyone married there as well? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, right. Um, her okay. siblings, uh, of, um, my siblings are much older than hers. So, okay. um, yeah. damn right, they're older than hers. Uh, damn right. 
older than hers. Um, is, this, is this a song was you're that, quoting? Was that a very I loose think it is. Re- uh, reference to Kellis's milkshake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, my, my siblings are a lot older than hers, so they have had, um, I guess, more time, like, or they are about yeah five or five or ten years older than hers, so they've. Right. Um, they've already had enough time to figure out what they want to do in terms of marriage. Um, okay. So there isn't that much pressure at her functions, but I feel at my family functions, there's a bit more okay. of a sort of strange, Maybe it's like strange a, a, breeze. Maybe it's like an unsaid. Yeah, yeah. It's unsaid. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know if that's my fault or their fault, but I do feel mm. a strange inkling. But mm. you do want to get married, I think you said before. That is something that yeah. you're on board with. That would be nice, yeah. It'll be nice. Yeah, okay. I. Uh, yeah, I don't. Is it an absolute for you? I don't think so. So if if your girlfriend was like, I don't think I want to get married ever, mm. you'd be like, that's cool, babe. Yeah, sure. I, I think so. Yeah. Right. Cool. Mm. I'd like mm. to think so. Yeah. All right. As I was saying, I mean, I was saying before, much earlier in the show, that I think sympathy and empathy is one of the like biggest parts of relationships and stuff you really have to just sort of understand mm. and know and just know that maybe they don't want to do the exact same things yeah but right. if they're happy with your presence and happy that you exist then that's still <laughs> pretty great that you exist that's you know that's <laughs> still pretty nice you. <laughs> yeah like yeah okay sure Paul, yeah. look nice. mate i i like that you exist but like no, we're not getting mad. It's just, um, <laughs> just slow down. You know what I mean. There, right? We know. What if you your mean. presence and your existence mm. makes someone else happy, that is nice to know. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. 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 Paul, thanks so much for coming on for oh, the first hour no of the Naughty Rude. I feel like show. a special guest. You are like a, a special talent. guest. You are a talent. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I, I appreciate it. Mm. Great. Yeah, good. <laughs> thank you. Damn right. All right. It's better than yours. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Next song, <laughs> next song is a little track I'd from to charge from uh, Dio. Uh, yeah, Dio is the is the singer for this. Um, Dio, Dio, Dio. How's it spelled? D Y O. So the Y could go either way. Um, it's called Sexual. Um, it comes from uh, music collective Naked. Um, yeah, little tune. You can listen to it right now. You're on Sin ninety point seven. You're listening to Sin 90.7, that there, Sexual from Naked and Dio. Um, what, a, what a track. What that a track, but also, like, what a lovely coincidence in artist names. Sexual really? and Naked. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I like it. What it's a good combo. Pretty, pretty the stars. Why can't we have both? Yes, you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. I'm Marin. I'm um, here with Josh. Yes, hello. Paul has just left us. And we are super excited for the rest of the show. We've got another about, like, 44 minutes to go. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Bang on. Um, I want to talk about something. Yeah, let's go there. And let's do it. Like, I'm, I'm going to put out a, 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 warn, a content warning now. Okay. Um, because I feel like I'm going to get very heated. Okay. Very it's gonna get angry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, I feel very passionately about this subject, and it is something that... Very much grinds my gears. We're going to go down the, the, the family guy. <laughs> so this is what grinds my gears thing. So I'm just going to put it out there. Like, if I say something that you don't agree with, feel free to message us in on the naughtyroadshow.tumblr.com forward slash Oh, ask. yes. Actually, if you disagree with Josh, please message please us. Do. We want to have a conversation yeah. with you all. That's what the, this show... Or if you agree with Josh, yeah. message it. Or if you don't even want to talk about what Josh has to say. <laughs> Anything you like. Yeah, I think this show works best when it's a conversation. It's not just us telling you how, the way it is. If you don't, if you ever mm. hear anything that you don't agree with on this show, 
let's have a chat. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go chat. there. Um, so, is this your feeling about reality TV, Josh? It is. It is. And, right. and like, not just not reality TV as a genre. Sure. In, in oh, total, okay. like, the block is the block. Who doesn't like Survivor? Yeah, Survivor. 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 I find all right, but like, the block grinds me. Grinds my gears. The tribe is spoken. Um, <laughs> but the, the shows that I really want to talk about while we're talking about marriage this week mm. are shows like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Married at First Sight. And Married at First Sight is one that I have, how do I put this this lightly, a massive fucking problem with. Um, oh, you dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> like, He's serious. That's, like, this show shits me to tears. Okay. For, like, a multitude of reasons. Like, the big one is the fact that we don't have marriage equality in this country mm-hmm. and you've got a you've got people arguing it's so easy for straight people to get married well it's that they but can you do it on a reality you're show you're arguing like you've got people arguing that we're worried about the sanctity of marriage and that it is su- supposed to be this very you know deep religious thing that's yeah. supposed to be between be between a man and a woman who love each other mm-hmm. and yet the next minute we've got a couple of you know people who I couldn't care about, regardless of how how many hours they're on my television for, mm. who are now getting married and it's just like... And I look at, like, my friends who are in, you know, in the gay community who can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, it like, it, it drives me up the wall that we have, a, we, we have a show on one of the major channels in this country who just like, nah, we don't care about those people. Like, we just don't. Like, we're going to do this for a bit of a... So you're saying that you think it's really disrespectful. It's hugely disrespectful. For people it's who incredibly... don't have the ability to yeah. get married, that these people can choose to get married without even knowing each other exactly as right. a form of entertainment. Yeah. You think it belittles the it institution totally, of marriage. It, yeah. And like, I'm not, as, I, as I've said earlier in the show, I'm not a big fan of marriage. Like, I don't think it's something for me. Like, do it if you want to do it. Sure. But at least give us a show. At least give us the option that everyone can make, you know, a split-second dumb decision to go on, on a show like Married at First Sight and get married at first sight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get, well done. You've done very well in the title. It's a lovely pun. Mm. But that's about where my enjoyment of the show stops. Mm. <laughs> like, it's there and that's it. You know what I mean? And you look, you know, like, you know, I've got mates. I've got a, I've got a couple of friends who have been together for years. Mm. Like, I'd say at least seven years, if not longer. And those guys can't get married in this country, mm-hmm. but some some girl from Bondi and some guy from you know wherever mm. can just be like, yeah, I'm going on the show. We're going to get married, and it's going to be wonderful. Mm. It's like I call it a social experiment. I've seen other so I went to put the uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the finger the, quotation the quotation marks yeah, into yeah. the mic. I'm like, you can't hear that. But like, I've seen other social experiments on Facebook and guess yeah. on and, and on YouTube. Guess what? They're just as dumb. They prove nothing. Like it, it it's. Very poor storytelling, very trivialised nonsense for the sake of ratings. And I know what some people are going to say is the fact that I'm talking about it means that people are now going to watch a show. Guess what? Never watched an episode. Like, I've done my research into it. Never watched an episode. I'm not giving them my my eyes on their screen. I will go and watch literally anything else. I've never seen an episode of it either. It's just not something that really interests me as, like, I have limited free time and it just doesn't happen to be something that captures my attention. However, I have friends who have watched it and I I just, like... I, I, I almost don't really want to ask them what the appeal is yeah. um, just because I would worry that it might change my opinion of my <laughs> friends. 
I was I just know, like, that's so bad. And like, if you enjoy watching this show and you're listening to us, like, hmm. we we love everyone and we love yeah. you. And there's um, nothing wrong with like watching a reality show for entertainment. No. I watch X on the Beach, reality show. Entertainment, nothing. I wrong loved with it, Big right? Brother. I loved Big there Brother. There you go. Absolutely. Like to each to their own. Yeah. But this is our opinion. Yeah. Um. I don't really have an opinion about Married at First Sight, although yeah. I do agree that if I was gay or I was, I, I have close friends and family who are, you know, in a non-heterosexual relationship, yeah. who would be profoundly um sad to watch something like yeah. that. It feels very like um. It seems like straight privilege. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 look at what I've got that you can't have and look how like much I can throw it away. Yeah. As if it doesn't mean anything See, to me. My thing is is like I don't I don't have an opinion on the people that watch the show. I have very little of opinion of people who are on the show. Like I get it. You want your 15 minutes of fame and you're going to do whatever for it. I get it. There's Are people going on this show? I think they're doing it because they want to find love. It's like when they go on the bachelor, right? Yeah. Um, Their idea is like, maybe I'll meet the love of my life. It's like that. And I get that. And that's fine. So I don't have an issue with them. Mm. um, The issue I have is with the creators and the fact that one of of our channels in Australia is happy to go like, yep, we're going to do this and it's going to have a primetime TV slot. Like the fact Mm. that we live in a place where you don't have marriage equality and we've got one of like that, it 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 drives me insane. It's like, and to an extent, like I feel the same way about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, like, it seems very trivialised and it's all yeah. of that nonsense. But at least you've got, what, 13 weeks? I don't know how... I've never watched The Bachelor religiously. Yeah, yeah I'd say it's know, about 12, 13 weeks. 12, 13 sure. weeks. Yeah. Of these people to at least get to know each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they don't actually have to get married at the absolutely, end of it. You know absolutely. what I mean? It's like you look at Sam Frost, like, that fell apart. Or she didn't win, I don't know. And she's doing... And then, and then she went on the other one and then met someone she else. She now hosts the show with Rove. She does. Show. She's, doing all, she's doing all right. Look she, at you go, Sam. She's doing all right. Yeah. But, like, at least, like, you're getting to know the person, you're spending time with them, as opposed to yeah. you rock up to a wedding and now you're married. But do you think that you would feel fine with this show if um, it were completely legal and acceptable for people in non-heterosexual relationships to get married. Like, what if in season five, Mm. it's all approved in our government and Mm. the creators of Married at First Sight say, right, we're going to have a lesbian season of lesbians getting married at first sight. How would you feel about that, Josh? It'd have to be done well. Like, it couldn't be like a... Oh, look how progressive we are because we've got two people of the same gender getting married. Like, mm-hmm. it'd have to be done in the same tone as the rest of the show. Why? Why? Because... Why does it have to be done the same? Because if you look at, like, you're saying mm. that your issue is that it's offensive because gay people can't get yeah. married. Yeah. So what if gay people could get married and they then made a they, show they, about it? They can go, yeah, by all means. Go and, and you'd be I'd, like, this is great. I wouldn't I watch it. I have no qualms with this now. I wouldn't, my, my qualms would be lessened. I wouldn't watch it, but mm-hmm. I'd also not be... Like, I, I wouldn't go, like, this isn't as offensive anymore. But it's, like, you see so many of these these shows. Like, there's another one that's just started up on, I think it's Channel 7. I can't remember what it's called. And they had um, a gay couple on there. And I don't know. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Oh, my it, gosh. I it was it, The one where this poor guy tells came his, out to parents his parents yeah. and he's like, I want you to come to my wedding. And they both reject him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there. I, I don't know how. I never watch It popped Network up on TV. Facebook. Yeah, exactly. I never watch it. I was just watching yeah. it with my um, friend who is gay. Yeah. And this scene started playing out. So this guy says, look, I've never really... I'm sorry, Josh. I no, totally no, hijacked your story. But he basically says to his mum and dad... 
I've never really felt comfortable explaining this, uh, my personal life to you guys, but I think it's really important that you know that I'm getting married. Mm. His name is like Craig. Yeah. Um, we're planning on getting married in the States and I would really appreciate and love it if you were there and you supported us. Yeah. And his parents say we can't accept yeah. that and we don't support that. Mm. You know that and we will not be there. Mm. And my friend had to turn it off. Yeah. It was too much for It's heartbreaking. It's watch. absolutely heartbreaking, yeah. but... But in in that scene, what you're seeing is it's you, it's not a trivialization. No, of yeah, it. like absolutely. it's it's totally it's done well. Like it's a heartfelt. It like is, this is, it a, is absolutely real, and so many people would go through this and with their exactly family it. and their friends. What absolutely. I, what I'd be worried about is for some of these shows just to sort of do it to appease people and make it very tongue in cheek, and it's just like okay, and like like that's what I'm saying. It's going to be done in the same tone. As what it is I see now, what you're I see so what that you're it's saying. not, okay. you know, that it, so that it's not just like, oh, look at us, how great are we that we're, you everyone know. watch our show, yeah, yeah, okay, and I see. It's just like, oh my god, we've got a gay couple, what's gonna happen? Mm. And it not be any different to the rest of the show, you know what I mean? Like it's sure. got to be done in a way that's not there just to get views and to be. They're, you're saying they would be using, yeah, yeah, the yeah. people, which on is what I'm saying. Do it in the same time, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, so that it's not make a big deal of yeah, you know being I mean? gay and it being a spectacle. Exactly right. You sure. know what I mean? It's okay. like make it about that. the fact that they're getting married at first sight as yeah. opposed to it being two guys the gay or two girls. Getting married yeah, at you, first sight. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's just like he likes footy and he's a builder. Like this is great. <laughs> I like, you know See, that I mean? seems like such a great show. I would yeah. love that. And that'd be fine. Sure. And like as long as it was as long as it was something like that where yeah. it's just like, you know, this is what this is why we've paired them yeah. up. We think these guys are going to be great think together. And that if they the creators of Married at First Sight love the idea of the show because it's controversial. Yeah. Why not have it like set in Canada where yeah. gay people can get married? Yeah. That's controversial for everyone who's, like, protective of marriage being an institution for only a man and a woman. There you go. It's controversial and you don't have to do it in a way that's, you know, using their Mm. sexuality as Mm. opposed to them as people. I feel like, like, honestly, in my opinion, I feel like shows like Married at First Sight are a dying art. Art? Well, not yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Art, like, yeah, let's call it art. But they're they're a a dying... um, Form of entertainment, I yeah. think. I think people are going beyond that. Yeah. Oh, and like uh, the thing that it just it just drives me up the wall that it has to be everywhere, always on TV. Like all the ads are on it. Mm. That you've got, you know, media organisations pushing out mm. this content, going like, "Can you believe what he did?" And like all yeah. he did was like yeah. got a dog or something. And I'm like, totally. okay. But like, I, I do feel like the friends that I know who watch Married at First Sight, I don't think they watch it. Because, you know, and, like, ignore or neglect the fact that uh, this is uh, really disrespectful for Mm. um, non-heterosexual people. I think people like watching reality shows about marriage and weddings because it's, like, exciting. Especially, Mm. like, I don't know why, but a lot of girls and a lot of guys really like weddings. And so it's exciting and it's like, oh, my gosh, are they going to like each other? Even better, what if they hate each other? What if Mm. their parents hate them and all of that sort of stuff? And, like, there are a lot of reality shows around weddings. Mm. Um, There's one, uh, like, set in a like wedding dress store in New Jersey and it's all about these brides who come in with their bridesmaid friends and they all pick a dress and that's the whole premise of the show. People yeah. love weddings and I think that that could be why a lot of people like Married at First Sight is more about the wedding. Yeah. But like there's like there's a show um called Please Marry My Boy. And I like that. Oh, I think I've heard of this. What's the premise of the show? So it's like someone goes on a date with um a guy and his mum. 
Nice. Okay. And like, it's but it's that sort of thing of like, are they going to like them? Is like, mm. is the mum pick this person out, and the son's going to be like, mm. no. And you can have that drama, and it, and it can also, you know, you can also get down, you know, non-heterosexual relationships yeah. on that. Yeah, well, interesting. Because right. it's just a date, yeah. you know what I mean? And you can have you can have all of that like drama that you get at married yeah. at first sight. Yeah. But it not just be like, now you're married, yeah. and just very trivial. Um, thing when there's so many people in this country who are going through a very rough time yeah. trying to get same-sex marriage legalised, yeah. who are trying to be recognised by law, and you've just got some people doing it as a bit of a joke on yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, there, is, there is another cool show that I don't know why, but when I was like 16, 17, I really liked MTV and I loved this show. And this is it's like an amazing called like Date My Daughter, Date My Son MTV show. Yeah. So, you know, it's really like American reality, cringy. Yeah, no, and so right. this guy will go on a date with three mums. Yeah. And it'll there'll be different dates and then at the end of it the three mums are lining up and there's a limo that pulls out and you know the three daughters are in the backseat of the limo. Yeah. And then um the guy will be like, Linda, I had a really great time with you and your daughter Christy seems like a real cool chick, but I don't want to date your daughter. And then Linda will be like, you're an idiot, <laughs> Kyle. Here's my amazing daughter, Christy, or whatever her name is. And she gets out of the car and she's a babe. She's yeah. so beautiful. And the guy's always like, oh, I'm so like upset I didn't go out with her. <laughs> and then all of them get out and yeah. like, ah, uh, anyway. I was like, there was a, there's a show that I loved absolutely loved when it was on and that was uh beauty and the geek right i i know a contestant who was a beauty i know a contestant who was a geek so oh there my we go. gosh um and like but i, I like that show because like it, it, the message if you want to read into a message mm. behind it is it's like you know beauty's only skin deep like you you see some of these people who, like, go on the show and, you know, they get to know each other and they actually end up really liking each other. Mm. Whether or not they end up going out or whatever is a different story. Yeah, but right. they start to appreciate them as people. Yeah. Not just for what they look like. You know what I mean? Well, and, that's nice. I've never, I, I never really watched the yeah. show, but to me it always seemed a little bit, um, like, you know, oh, I, yeah. I found it a little bit offensive that they played up all the girls as really pretty but stupid yeah. and dumb. They did switch it around a couple of times. And, you know, okay, had good. a girl nerd and a very attractive good. male. Yeah. Like, good. It, it happened. Uh, but like the as me- progressive as reality TV can be, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. But at least the message behind that was a little bit nicer yeah. than, ha, these people are going to get married. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you know, oh, it's like just because they're like a supermodel or like, you know, a geek does mm. not mean that they don't have something to offer in way of yeah. conversation. True, Josh, true. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, we would like to hear your opinions. I'm going to lie down. Um, <laughs> com is the place to go. This next one is called Drinky. It's from Sophie Tucker, and it's definitely one of my favourite tunes right in the moment. You're listening to Sin 90.7. You're listening to Sin 90.7. Sophie Tucker there with Drinky. Uh, one of my favourite tunes at the moment. Uh, mm. It's in Portuguese. It is. Which... It seems like a really cool song to do a striptease to, I think. Really? Yeah. So Which is I. a question. Like, if you had yeah. to give a strip tease, Josh, mm. what, what, what banger, what tune, what song would you pop on for us? Benny Hill theme. Really? <laughs> is that the... No, no. I don't know. Like, I can't take them seriously, strip tease. Like, if I go to, like, you know, like a strip club, different story. You know, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. They're professionals. But when it's just you and someone else, like, it, it, it 
feels awkward very quickly. And it's like, mm. and then it's also just like, no, let me do it. It's gonna be more fun if I get to do it. You know what I mean? It's like I want to, I want to play with your shirt. I don't know, mm. like, but you get what mm. I'm saying. I don't know. Do you have a, a strip song other than <laughs> "Drinky" by Sophie Tucker? <laughs> <laughs> "Drinky" by Sophie Tucker. Um, I've always thought that "Supermassive Black Hole" by Muse would be pretty hot. Don't know. <laughs> oh, come on. It's so hot. It's now, a great one. Now that, now that you say it, I want to do... It's great. Oh, um, totally. Like, if you're actually in the mood and you don't want to kind of be... Like, you want to be playful and funny as, like, and being yourself. But anyway, if you're listening and you know what strip song you would want to get your groove mm. onto... See... I've just thought of one. Join in the conversation on Tumblr, please. Just thought of one. I don't know. So, it's um, a song from AWOL Nation. Okay. Um, and it's used in Vines. And so, the video that I'm grabbing it off is a, a Vine compilation. So, I don't know if there's going to be, <laughs> like, speaking before this. Okay. So, but the song is the song is the main... Point the, of it all. The main point of it yeah. all. Um, it is actually a pretty good song, but it's known for this one little bit. So, ooh. Here we go. Run. So that where it goes like dun 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 run. Like that's what I do. Like have that whole build up. Yeah. And then just when it hits run, just leave. Like just get out because it's too awkward now. On second thoughts, maybe I would do a striptease to Ave Maria. And like, or like a Susan Boyle <laughs> rendition of Silent Night or something. How would that how would that go? How would Do you know what? I'm an artist and oh, I'd figure it out in the moment. I think I'd need a fan and some ribbons <laughs> and like a good amount of mist and like stage fog. Ugh. No, that song just makes me cry. Ave Maria. Mm. Well, I would too, with my beautiful strip tease to Ave Maria. <laughs> Tears coming out of everybody's eyes. Some people may say that's sacrilegious. Tears for different reasons, I guess. <laughs> what Crying, you, what? They're like, this is so awful. <laughs> oh, God. I've never, like, I'm not, I don't, I just don't think I can move in a sexy fashion whilst taking clothes off. And, like, there's one item of clothing that no one can get off in a sexy way. Your undies. Your socks. No. God, it's your socks. It's your socks. It is your socks. You're it's not your wrong. Socks. You know, sometimes if I've ever got a guy coming over and I'll be wearing shoes and socks, I'll consciously, if I'm like really prepared, I'll be like, I'm going to take them off now. Yeah. Um, and it's really pleasurable when you think ahead and you take them off and then the, the other person comes over and they mm. have to take them off while you're like, you know, making out and whatever. And you're like, this must be so awkward for you. <laughs> I am so confident because I've thought ahead and I don't have socks on. See, I'm in such a, a, a tough position because... I wear a very set style oh, yes. of clothing. Like yes. it's you know, it's a cold shirt buttoned up. You do it's have pants, a certain look, absolutely. And it's boots. Like I know, yes. I know my look. I've never seen you in thongs. Yeah, I, yeah. I will not compromise my look <laughs> to wear thongs to a hookup. Like okay, I, just, okay. I just can't. But like, what happens I, if you're at the beach though, Josh? What do you do? I wear Converse. Oh, <laughs> you're, no so socks. You're, okay, no socks. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, like. I don't know, but like the thing is, it's funny that you bring up like socks and undies and stuff because like there's mm. it's it there's this great um, adage, and I heard it from someone ages ago, and it's just something that's that's stuck with me, and I think it's I think it's great, uh, and it's in in terms of like you know when you pick someone up at a bar, right? Mm. And so if you pick a girl up at a bar, 
the, the adage goes like, you know, if you pick a girl up at the bar and she's wearing matching underwear, she decided to go home with you. <laughs> but if she's not, you decided to go home with her. In like, obviously, like... A cons- I've never heard of this before. That's why I'm looking at you yeah. like, I'm gobsmacked. Like, obviously all consensual, but like... If she's wearing matching... It's, it's clearly a dumb rule, Josh, yeah, though. Of like, it's fine. It's playful. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. Like, in, in that, like, you know, if she's wearing matching, like... Uh-huh, it was her, her well, like... She, she, she's she was going out with, like, the intention to, like, hook up. Oh, right. You know Have what you mean? seen 10 Things I Hate About You? <laughs> seen it. Yeah. Lived it. <laughs> the black panties bit. Yeah. 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 And, but, like, but then, like, if they're not, then it's sort of, like... You were a pleasant surprise in their mm. evening plans. Interesting, um, interesting. There may or may not be a video of me circling the internet of me walking into a lecture yeah. at one of the universities, Melbourne, right. um, and singing uh, You're Just Too Good To Be True. Oh, really? To a girl. By the way, if you haven't seen 10 Things I Hate About You, it's an awesome oh, movie. Watch you should it. go it's check amazing. it out. It's amazing. The black panties bit is um, basically a reference for a girls wear black panties when they want to have sex, yep. which is actually not true. Um, is although, it? Sure. I had no idea. <laughs> it's not like the unwritten code for girls, though. But <laughs> why did you do the amazing Can't Take My Eyes Off of You rendition? Was this for someone or was, was this for a it, prank? It, it was, was, it was a lecture bash. So we were doing a thing okay. and we had to go into a few lectures. One of them, we... <laughs> which one's the... Ser- is it astronomy or astrology? Which one's the serious one? Like the uh, science one. Astronomy is about the study of the stars. Yeah. So it's that one. So astronomy. Like, yeah. yeah. Astrology, I think, is about... Uh, the star science? Be, yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. one that wasn't star science, like the, <laughs> okay. planet, the planets and okay. stars astronomy. one. Astronomy. Okay, astronomy. Great. So we went into there and, and staged a protest that Pluto wasn't a planet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which is amazing. Um, but yeah, Chaos. So it was a there was a one of our lecture bashes. So yeah. we pl- had a plant in the lecture. Yeah. It was a cactus. No, it was a girl. Ooh, ooh. Um, oh, oh, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, like a comedy plant, not yes. a... Yeah. No, I'm with you now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so five of us wandered in. I started and, and you know, just the, you're just too good to be true. Um, <laughs> and then all the guys came in. We did a bit of a dance down the... Um, oh, nice. The aisle. And then they slapped me in the face. It was great. Oh, that's um, cute. You it know was what, this- a stage slap, but it... Hurt. Oh, I've had to give a stage slap before. It was great. Well, like, when I say, like, I knew the slap was coming... Totally. But there was, n- like, we would. I said to them, don't hesitate. Like, hit me. Like, do it. Go for it. Yeah. Um, this uh, whole performance in a lecture theatre does kind of tie into our mar- our theme of marriage, mm. I think, because that's like, sounds like a pretty, like, dramatic well, proposal. Like, something you'd see on YouTube. I did propose at the end of it. Did you? That to was the who? whole thing. It was to, to our friend, my friend, who was supposed to be there. It's like, so oh, the, the whole the plant. You proposed the, the, plant. the cacti. Yeah. <laughs> so cute, the whole cute. thing was like, it was supposed to be a marriage proposal. We wander nice. in. Nice. I propose. Nice. She slaps me in the face, and then her two friends slap me in the face as well. Oh, gosh. I got slapped in the so confused. I got slapped in the face three times in 45 seconds. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was not fun. What a big day for you. But the best thing happened is another one of my friends sent me. A screenshot, mm. and it was something like somebody is now singing, is doing the scene from Ten Things I Hate About You in my class. Oh what my is going on? That like, sounds yes. wild. Yes, we are yes. trending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was Heath Ledger for a day. It was yeah. great. Um, great. I got offered to play the Joker in Suicide Squad, and I said no. It's not my role. Um, That's yeah. just creepy. Um, <laughs> but while we were talking about marriage, we actually have a really cool um, seg- like little portion of an interview um, that we've got to play for you. Yeah? 
I believe we do. Believe um, we do. So this is um, provided we have it, which I think we do. Although Josh doesn't seem really confident. I'm but not. But even if we don't have it, that's totally cool because you should go on YouTube if you search the conversation with Amanda D. Cadnet. Yeah. Uh, it is an awesome series where Amanda is this incredible photographer. She has these really personal interviews with amazing women. And there is one that I watched this interview, uh, oh, God, about a year ago, and it really stayed with me. So this is um, an interview. She's talking to Leslie Bennett, who is a author and feminist academic Um Leslie wrote The Feminine Mistake and um, this is Amanda and Leslie talking about marriage and gender roles and how marriage has changed and what gender roles can now mean in a relationship and I think this is particularly interesting for a younger audience and particularly the girls listening. Mm. Um, so have a listen, see what you think. You're listening to The Naughty Rich Show. Uh, what was that clip there, Marin? Um, so that was Amanda D. Cadnett and Leslie Benning, sorry, Leslie Bennett talking about marriage and gender roles. And mm. something really interesting that Leslie said in that clip, I felt, was that uh, marriage has changed more in the, the institution of marriage has changed more in the last 30 years than it has in the last 3,000 yeah. years. Um, so I definitely think while we're talking about marriage, we need to acknowledge like how um, feminist movements are affecting marriage in the institution. Mm. And for so long, there were traditional roles in a marriage between a man and a woman. There would be a breadwinner, a protector, a provider, and, you know, women would do everything else, I guess. Yeah. Um, but now that we're evolving, I think, as a society, it can be so different and it mm. depends on the couple and it depends on what strengths and weaknesses you each have and what you want out of it. Yeah. But something really important, I think, as well, is that um, Leslie is saying girls need to make sure they... While she is supportive of women having um, the right to choose, mm. that they can be stay-at-home moms and um, mm. stay-at-home caretakers in the relationship, she personally feels from all of the research and all of her experience that it is far better for women to still be in a career yeah. and to still be able to provide because she says in the interview, if by... If something happens in mm. your marriage, in your relationship, you're kind of screwed yeah. if you're left high and dry and yeah. you don't have an income and you don't have a, a plan yeah. for how you're going to look after yourself. And she says at the beginning of the interview, women have, are living longer now than they ever have. Yeah. And so, you know, chances are of divorces are also higher than they have yeah. ever been. So it is possible that, you know, if you're relying on your husband, you could get into a pretty sticky situation, but it is really important to always be independent and to have a way out and to look after yourself. Yeah. Which I think is really awesome and really important as well. I saw this great bit from a comedian whose name escapes me, but I want to say it's that oh, he's an Australian comedian who's huge over in the US at the moment, and I can't remember his name. Um, and it's going to absolutely drive me mental. Um, <laughs> but... He was he was talking about the idea of prenups and stuff. Okay. And that like the the idea of a prenup has changed so much recently than it has, you know, than it ever was mm. in that when you get married the whole till death do us part is no longer like what 15 years. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's like 60 years, you know totally. what I mean? And it's like to to spend, you know, the rest of your life with one person is a is a mental, you know, you know, thing to go down. Yeah. If you're going to be living till till eighty and you get married at twenty five, 
You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And then you know, it's funny that you talk about how much it's changed in the last thirty. Marriage has changed in the last thirty years. Mm. Even I'd say ten years ago, hearing a man taking a, a woman's surname would just not be a thing, right? Be laughable. Absolutely it's unheard of. Um, but now it's it's by no by no means the norm, but it's increasing in you know practice. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I I I don't know. Like marriage isn't for me as it is. But I don't know, if I did it, I think I'd be almost a little bit traditional on that. Mm. And, you know, I've got a very Catholic upbringing, so I, there's part of me, and a very country upbringing. Like, I was, you know, born and raised in the city, but mum and dad are both from, you know, northern yeah. New South Wales. So, yeah. there's, I didn't know a doorbell existed until I was eight, just because... That's cute. You know, like, you'd, <laughs> you'd rock up at a mate's place, and you just go, like, hey, man, I'm here. And I was like, all right, cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, and it's yeah. like... And so, there's parts of me that are very tra- traditional, but then having grown up in the city, like, I'm very progressive in other areas and so yeah. like you know if, if you want to you know take someone else's last name you take that person's last name if you want to keep your own you keep your own I don't care I, I don't know just for me I don't know if it's something I'd be super on board with straight away hmm. because of my very traditional upbringing and like you know it's something I'm aware of and it's something that I've definitely pondered but yeah I don't know Sounds like you're open to all experiences. Mm, I'm open to the conversation. Absolutely. Um, How's our Tumblr? Our Tumblr is, is very quiet. We've guys. had a great time on Tumblr tonight. Thank you, everyone, so much yeah. for submitting your questions. It's been awesome to talk about it. I hope we've been helpful and interesting. Me too. You know, yeah. like you have been, Josh. You always are. <sighs> Stop it. Stop it. Oh. I can't deal with this. We both know that my ego doesn't need this. Um, <laughs> no, you've, been great. you've been great too. Oh, thank you you've so much. Too. Thank you. Um, but, you know, um, we've still got, you know, five more minutes, guys. Mm. So if you do want to quickly send in a message, we will jump onto it yeah. right away. Absolutely. Um, and if in the meantime we're going to be here next yeah. week as well. I will not be, actually. No, you will not. I'm going to be in Tasmania, guys. Rad. Yeah. Well, not rad. That's the wrong direction, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be great. So why are you in Tassie? I'm going to Tassie for a few days with a very close friend of mine, Samara, and we just want to go for fun. I've never been to Tasmania. That's not Samara who's on Get Serial Wednesday. It is. It? it is Samara who's on Get Serial on Wednesday mornings. I've never met her. I just know her name. Sinners love each other. Samara and I have been friends for... Um, Oh, over 10 years. We went to high school together. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She moved to Melbourne a few years ago and I moved about last year. And Samara's actually the reason I met Sin because she Yay. joined Sin and then afterwards she was like, you know what's a really cool community radio station for young people? Sin. Sin. And I was like, yeah, you're well, right, you're right. So we're going serious. to Tassie together. Um, Lovely. Yeah, but Molly will be back. Molly will be back. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned Get Serial because I'm going to be on Get Serial tomorrow. <gasps> what? That's so exciting. From Tell us about that, Josh. Going on at about 8.30. We're doing yeah. a... I, I've started up a charitable movement, I yes, guess you, you could have. call it. Yes, you have. Um, so we're actually raising money for Cancer Council. Um, and uh, cancer's something that's affected me. It's affected many of my friends. It's affected many of the, the people um, that we get to speak to because of us doing something a little bit dumb mm-hmm. and having a bit of fun. Um, but it's What little... is it that you do? So it's called March Muntness. March Muntness. Yeah. And if we want to learn more about this, where do we go? Uh, Facebook.com forward slash March Muntness is Great. the place to go. So All March right. the month, right. Muntness, Munt, and then N-E-S-S. It's good, yeah. So it's based off the American... March Madness, which is a basketball okay. thing. Great. Um, so, what do you do? What do you do? So, we consume an entire beverage yes. in one single attempt. Okay. So, uh, yesterday, no, two days ago, Friday night, yeah, two days ago, yeah. we did custard. <gasps> oh! 
within about 300 mils of custard. Oh, gosh, in one go. In one go. Oh, how many of you were involved in this? Um, there were four of us for that one, but oh, we great. have received other submissions, which is great. It's, it's been really fun, great to see is, like, people have been sending us in, them doing the challenge as well. That is so cool. Um, that so is fantastic. Building up a community. People are donating. It's wonderful. We're trying to raise about 500 bucks. Uh, all oh, for Cancer Council. Bucks. Yeah. Um, and, like, there's, like... Guys, we've put in punishments for ourselves. Check out the Facebook yeah. page and support our Josh here. And if you feel inclined, take a video take of yourself video joining <laughs> Josh in it's sculling. Great fun. So you guys, uh, I think you've you've sculled milk before. Is so that right? We've yeah. done water. We've done milk, soda water. Ooh. Uh, we've done coffee. Coffee. Uh, is it? Was oh, it hot coffee or a nice coffee? God, I hope it, it was, was ice. any t- temperature. Any what, sorry? Any temperature. Oh, okay. So I brewed myself a nice blend 43. Oh, no. Was it hot? And I let it? it sit for half an hour. Ew. And it was, like, lukewarm. Ew. No, no, no. But it was that lovely temperature that you get when, like, you go out for coffee with a mate. Yeah. And it's, like, and, you know, you're sipping and then it's right at the end and you're, like, oh, like, I actually have to go and you just... No, see, I always hate it. I oh, hate yeah. it when it gets lukewarm. If it's if it's iced, I'm mm. all on board, see, and that's great. But I can't do, have it lukewarm after it's been hot. I we, just don't like it. We did do iced tea. Okay, how's that? Rough. Was not fun. Really? Why? Iced tea's awesome. It was super cold, and it's oh, like when yeah, it's cold, it's not icy. great to. Mm. And to sometimes go the like big chunks of like ice cubes like hit your teeth. Oh, like it was one of just we just bought it at like, like the shop. So it was one of the prepackaged ones. But like next week has got some highlights. Oh, great. Some great highlights. So How we're exciting. Doing, we're doing Alka-Seltzer tomorrow. So, you Ooh. know, tummy, tummy settling medication. Oh, that's... It's not really medication. unhealthy. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody else put this list together. Okay. We've got an Australian classic coming up on Tuesday. Really? Milo. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> and then we've got energy drinks, Gatorade, a milkshake for St. Paddy's Day, um, and then ginger beer. And then next Sunday, a Yakult. Oh, how many Yakults do you have to have? Just one? I think we're doing just one. We might do two. I don't know. We haven't decided. Oh wow! That'd um, be crazy. Like we we put up we've put up this list, but like it's still like forty five minutes of planning a day. <laughs> like it's mental. But yeah, so I'll be on get serial talking about all of that tomorrow. That's going awesome. Into a bit and Nick, who is one of our other uh, munters will be joining us um, to have a chat about that. Fantastic. Well, but, thank you so much for tonight, Josh. Really, thank you for. Um, and thank you, Paul, as well, for being our guest host. Absolutely, yeah. Paul yeah. was great. Paul, you can catch him on Questionable Love Song Dedications. Saturday mornings, um, 10 a.m. Yeah, you can also catch me as a host of In Joke, Sunday mm-hmm. nights at 7 p.m. Lovely. Where can we catch you, Josh? Um, tomorrow morning, tomorrow obviously, morning. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I do a graveyard shift on Thursday, mid-dawn, 2 a.m. till 6 a.m. on Thursday Beauty. nights, Friday mornings. Basically. And you'll be back here next Sunday night. I will be back here next Sunday night talking all things sex and relationships. I think next week we might be talking about contraception and a few other things as well. So yeah, I've got a really cool interview lined up. Oh, cool! Um, I'm really excited about that. So yeah, he is nodding very enthusiastically. I believe you. This is going to be good. No, um, the person I've got coming in, um, she's an actress, so it's going to be a very oh cool, very long, long winded interview, which is great. You know, like I'm I'm excited. Um, When people Mm. can speak. It's It's wonderful, isn't it? You've been listening to the Naughty Rude Show. I'm Marin. And I'm Josh. This is Sin 90.7. Thanks. You can listen to the Naughty Rude Show live from 8 to 10 on Sin 90.7 FM. So, so, so scandalous.